Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday. We are at the beginning of the third week in Lent, day 15 of our 40-day journey through this season. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by the Son. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scholar? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of the proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews ask for signs, and Greeks desire wisdom. But we proclaim Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and foolishness to Gentiles, and to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Last week, when we gathered for worship, we rejoiced and praised God for transforming an instrument of shameful death into the sign of eternal life. And yesterday, we heard God promise to act to save the world and win glory for God's name. This seemingly contradictory message declares that God's name is glorified, God's reputation is established, God's character and nature is revealed in Jesus' death on the cross. 
rejection by Jerusalem, condemnation and execution by Rome, all vindicated by the Lord God who raised him to life and enthroned him at the right hand. Or, as we will sing again in our liturgy after Easter, we praise the Lamb who was slain, has begun his reign. To a church that is breaking into factions, with each claiming status over the other by virtue of the name of the person that they claim that they are following, Peter, Apollos, Paul, Christ, Paul writes here in 1 Corinthians that because of the nature of the gospel itself, no single person or group can claim to be greater than any other. Because to be an apostle is to be a fool for the sake of the good news of Jesus Christ. To be a follower and a disciple of the crucified Jewish Messiah is just as foolish, just as humbling. The wisdom and power of God has been hidden in foolishness, weakness, suffering, and tragedy. And the message of the cross that we have all been given sounds ridiculous, even today, to a world that is perishing. But because of this, there is no room for us to boast of either our wisdom or our prestige. In Christ, there is only room for us to rejoice and praise God together, to praise the God who has transformed and has the power to transform an instrument of humiliating death into a source of life for the whole world. The wise, the scholars, the debaters of this age all possess all kinds of knowledge about the universe. But no matter how wise, how knowledgeable, how powerful we might become, we cannot, through these means, come to the knowledge of God or restore our relationship to our Creator God or become more human as we live in harmony with God. And as important as all forms of wisdom and knowledge might be, it is the knowledge and the fear of the Lord given freely to us through the Son in the Holy Spirit that connects us finally and decisively to the source of all life, the source of all wisdom, And God has sent the Son into the world to take on our humanity, to become a human being, to suffer our suffering, to be rejected as we reject, to be crucified, to die our death, and to be buried, to face our end, but to do so in faith, to be raised from the dead and given life. And it is here in that word of the gospel, the good news about Jesus Christ, that we find the power of God and the love of God for us and for the whole world. Because of its weakness and shame, its foolishness, we cannot and will not find a way to God on our own wisdom, our own reason, or by our own power. But only through the proclamation of the good news. That seems to all the world like so much nonsense. How wonderful and how great a miracle it is that we have come to faith in Christ. And by that grace and graciously given faith come to new life in him through the Holy Spirit. This is not grounds for boasting in ourselves or in our goodness or in our power or in our wisdom or in our cleverness. But for rejoicing in the grace that we have been given. And if, 
In God's foolishness, God has seen fit to choose us of all people to become children of God. Then our witness, our humble witness, to those we go and meet today is simple. Something like this. Since God has chosen me for life in Christ, how much more should it be that God has chosen you and set you apart to be God's child? to be welcomed in Jesus' name. Your salvation is God's glory. How wonderful, how foolish is that? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to repair the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we grateful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the sick in body, mind, and spirit, for the grieving and mourning. For who else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. 
and Lord, remember us in your kingdom. And teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy in Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Bless and preserve us. Amen.